Welcome back to Change Ed. Changed. We are hot on so many topics and our viewers are demanding that we give them more and more episodes. So here we are dropping this to you on another Monday as we will continue to do with our 15 minute or less sound bites on different topics impacting education. So we've been focusing on why science, why now, specifically in Pennsylvania. And the topic that really came to mind with that is the new N- well, NGSS, so the Next Generation Science Standards. I say new because they're a newer conversation in Pennsylvania, but they are not new. Uh, they, in fact, have been around for 10 plus years. So it's not new, it's just newer to us. And, uh, you know, when I think about it, Tony, I really think kind of about three things on a really general term. That would be, well, what is NGSS? Uh, why do we adopt them as part of STEELS? And really, what does it mean for educators? And like I said, just like we our, our episode last week, when we were talking about AI and education, NGSS is something we could dive so deep into this. So we know that this is going to be service level. They give it a 15 or less minutes. So I think I'm going to leave this one off because science is, is my jam. Uh, nope, steels is my jam, right? All of it. Right. Uh, but, you know, the thing that I really think about when it, when what is it, if we're really going to try to boil it down, it's, it's about being, it's a change in the way that we think about education. So the way that we learn science is not the way that we should be teaching science. I think you, you, you'll recall, uh, especially in, in your era, uh, that it was about learning the vocabulary, learn the terms, right? Memorize this information, and then somehow magically it will all come together, or you have to memorize like a formula of how, and a process of how this works. Well, really that's flipped all around, right? Like it's about engaging learners differently and having them do the work. So as educators, if we go home exhausted, that's because we're doing the work instead of having our students do the work. So NGSS is about explore before explain. How do we, instead of leading with the vocabulary, we want to lead with an experience. And then that experience will fuel their learning as they go on. So it's really being more uh, of unit-minded than lesson-minded. So quality over quantity. Instead of going shallow and covering lots of things, we're going to go deep. How can we transcribe that information from one experience into another so that students can use this in other parts of their lives? It doesn't just have to be an education and it's not necessarily a method, right? We learned a method. Here's a checklist for how you're going to do all these things. Um, not saying that's the only way that method could be talked about, but that's how we learn in education. But really, it's a process. What is the process? How am I going to take this learning that I have here and apply it somewhere else? And learning how to do that early on in life will serve them well. And actually, I think ties in really well to the AI conversation, right? Just because you've received this information doesn't mean you know how to authenticate it or process it. But I'm curious on your perspective on what the NGSS next generation science standards are. So while you were talking, kind of I had an epiphany and I went back to my grade school days. I don't know if you remember this gentleman by the name of Bill Nye, the science guy. 
right? I can I can hear the the song playing in my head right now. Yeah, but <laughs> he started with an experiment, right? Every time he never started with this is what a molecule is. This is what um, air pressure is. Nothing. He came out. The hook was the experience, right? He did an experiment. He let it happen, and then he kind of replayed it all over, and then introduced vocab, introduced why this happened. So being able to engage with that first is kind of what we're attempting to do with these engines. This is because the molecules do this. You're like, wow, what? Yes. Yeah. But he already hooked you because you already saw the experiment. So that's kind of what our science class is. And I think some of the pushback um, from teachers, administrators, and even myself, I think it stems from, oh, you're telling us we have to change our teaching completely. But that's that's not really it. There's still still time for that direct instruction and that and that lecture type of teaching. But I think the purpose and and uh, the hook of this uh, new NGSS and and steel standards is let's give them an experience, really engage them in a learning, and then we'll do everything else after that. Well, then Tony, as a follow up, here's a really good question: Why did we adopt the next generation science standards as part of steels? Yeah, I I think. You know, there it's already been adopted by 20 plus states so far. So I think it's it's just a matter of time. I think the shift was just in the way that it was taught. We wanted to do, be more cross-curricular. We wanted science to kind of be taught throughout every um, piece of the educational day, especially coming from my elementary background. You know, science gets you know, minutes, maybe twice a week. And that just, that just isn't good enough. Uh, we need to teach our kids how to think. And the best way to do that is to go over science concepts, tie it into ELA, tie it into math. Uh, the days of the rote memorization of facts uh, kind of needs to go. We need to go into terminology, but only um, when we know how to use that terminology to support maybe an argument or to support an experiment that we're working on. So I think that the shift is mm-hmm. bigger than just science, and it's a shift of how we think and how we take in information. Yeah, that cross regular integration piece is really big, right? So a big part of what makes NGSS what it is, is, you know, the, kind of a, a, a vertical alignment that everything is coming together and it's all working together and we're not separating it out and say, now I'm doing science, now I'm doing technology, now I'm doing engineering. And that's how SEALS was based as well. It's about bringing it all together and uh, you can do different parts and you could you do them at the same time, you could do them, uh, you know, within the same lesson, within a unit, you're putting on different hats, you're thinking about it differently, you're asking the questions, you're being curious, you're solving problems, you're coming up with solutions, you're using technology to kind of bridge the gap and help you get to that. Space. So all of those things are kind of wrapped up and embraced together. And I, I think you brought up a good point too, that we're certainly uh, Pennsylvania, not the first one to the uh, plate. We weren't even the first one to the batter's box, but our state has a long history of being a leader in education. And, uh, you know, it was the right time for us to step up and embrace these standards. They've been proven, right? Uh, And a lot of states have adopted them. And so now it was our turn to kind of step up and and step into that limelight and say, you know, uh, we're ready. We're ready for a change. There are a lot of things are indicating this is the right time to make that change. So the question then that remains is, is what does it mean for educators? And, you know, as I think about this, kind of for me, it's a, it's a, a mindset and it's the approach to your instructional practices. So it could be a lot of big changes or it could be a lot of small changes. And really at the end of the day, it's the small changes that lead to big ends. 
right? And in a, a one degree paradigm shift right now in five years could lead to a 35 degree paradigm shift all because of that one small change that you made. But having an open mind to embrace this possibility and what does it look like to really engage our learners? And really we're helping them, uh, I'm gonna go back to it again in a lot of ways, learn how to utilize AI with a different mindset, right? Like now you've got this information you can find. So you don't have to be the keeper of the information. You've got it there. So how do we help you develop and learn how that works and be able to go go deeper? I'm, I'm curious though, uh, for your perspective on what it means for our educators. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to change the way we teach um, just a little bit, you know, instead of providing, you know, um, information in the whole class, I think students are going to be doing a lot of the providing of information through the conducting of investigations, solving problems, uh, discussions with with peers, you know, with the teacher guidance, but the students are going to be a do, doing a lot of the a lot of the learning. Um, when students today, you know, when, when I need to learn something, I go to YouTube. If I have to go change my oil in my lawnmower, I'm going to YouTube and watching somebody. And then I'm talking to my wife or my father about, you know, this is how I did this. So why not? That, that's how kids are learning now. They're, they're watching videos. They're on TikTok. It's eight seconds of information, you know, 10 seconds, um, half hour episodes. I have a question about that though. Like, do you go to the internet when you need to fix your dial up internet? Do you go to YouTube to, to look that up? I usually get on my horse and buggy, go down the street and ask a neighbor, but, um, <laughs> but but using my resources and and allowing students to use other resources to develop um, their learning, I think is a crucial part of this. I think it's no longer just here's the answer because that's that's a Googleable answer, right? We want to start answering questions that um, I like to call them thick questions as opposed to thin questions. We want to let the kids dive in and really learn about a subject um, by doing their own exploration, just with the guidance of the teacher rather than the the knowledge of all things. Uh, Sage, sage on a stage kind of it, aspect. Yeah, you know, essentially a lot of things I've heard are, uh, you know, depth of knowledge conversations and what does that look like? And I think it might just kind of, that's some potential, our new standards to blow that whole conversation, blow the roof off that conversation, right? Like maybe what we thought of for depth of knowledge is maybe actually not that deep, right? Maybe we have an opportunity to go deeper in a different way. Difference, not bad, difference, just different. And so I think, uh, there's a lot here, right? There's a, that's why, you know, in our first episode, we said that it's, it's a, it's a small lift and it's a big lift. The small lift is the small changes we have to make, but the big lift is like getting our, our, even our heads and our ideas around making those changes. Tony, what final thoughts do you have about the next generation science standards? Not too much else to add. We have a lot of great info coming, a little bit of a deeper dive into some um, old standards versus the new standards and also uh, how it ties to uh, college and career readiness coming soon. So here I have a follow-up thought. Actually, I have two. Number one, I'm extremely disappointed that you didn't find a sponsor for this episode. That's my first thing. And number two is that uh, when Albert Einstein was asked what his phone number was, he would go get a phone book and he would look up his name and he would then tell them what his phone number was. And when I was asked why, he said, why would I need to take up space in my own brain with information that I could look up with that I could, I could search for. So in a lot of ways, we prepared ourselves for this coming opportunity with AI uh, through what you mentioned, Googling things, right. Or searching them up or looking for answers. We found that there are other ways to get the information that we need and seek. Now, through the power of education, with all these tools that we've already created for learning 
And you know, there's a there's a right way to do things and, and a less right way to do things or not a right way to do things. Now we have to and put those into uh, how we use all, all of education, but specifically AI, right? Like, what does that look like? So that's my that's my final thought for the day. Uh, we will have more on why science in our next episode.